0: everyone. Thank you for listening to Coffee Break with Jake. This week's episode of Ask the Authors, we have Emily Bronte with us. Um, Emily, thanks for joining us on the show. My
1: pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Emily, tell me about yourself. How did you get to where you are now?
1: Well, my father wasn't around much after my mother died. He was always isolating himself in his bedroom, so my sisters and I had to come up with other ways to entertain ourselves, which involved coming up with an imaginary world, which we ended up writing about in poems and stories.
0: It's very interesting that you girls would do that as a way to, like, cope with your father's situation. Is that how you
1: look at it? Well, yeah, it was pretty much our only outlet for our imagination, and it was a way for us to escape from reality of our father not being there for us. And you said it was
0: just the girls. Um, Didn't you have a brother also?
1: Um, Yes, I did have a brother at the time. He ended up passing away because he was always drunk and never around like my father.
0: So sorry to hear about your loss. Um... That must have been awful with all the stuff going on in your family. Was there any other way that you guys escaped you in particular from the situation?
1: Well, we did go to school for a while, but I became homesick, and I couldn't go to school any longer. And then me and my sister Charlotte traveled to Belgium with a dream to start our own school someday. But while we were schooling there, my aunt died, and we came home from the funeral, but I decided to stay home and help my father.
0: But did you view this as the end of your dream, writing novels and poems and stuff, or did you just see it as a, a sidetrack just to help your dad for a while?
1: Well, no, actually the time I was at home here is when I began to flourish, because even though I was around helping around the house, uh, I was able to write in all the free time I had.
0: So this is the big break. This is when it all
1: happened. The Weathering Heights became
0: famous now, right?
1: Yes, this was actually when I wrote Wuthering Heights, but when it was first published it had mixed reviews about it. People believed the romance in the book was immoral and improper at the time.
0: So what you're saying is your book wasn't a big hit right from the beginning. That's surprising to me.
1: Uh, no, it wasn't a big hit at all, actually. People, like I said, believed it was immoral. They didn't understand my writing they or the depth of the book they or the plot and they didn't understand where I had the character's motives coming from.
0: Now you said the didn't understand the motives what were the motives what drove you to write this book
1: well some people use writing as a tool to just escape from their circumstances like i did as a child but then i chose to incorporate them into my stories both the good and the bad to give them substance and meaning instead of being aimless fairy tales
0: so that's why nobody understood where you were coming from is because your stories are so elaborate yes that's correct all right well let's get into a little bit um tell me about the characters in your book
1: well, there's a few of the characters are Mr. Earnshaw, who is the owner of Wuthering Heights, Mr. Lockwood, who is the narrator, Mr. Heathcliff, who is adopted by Earnshaw, and Nellie, who actually symbolizes me in the book.
0: And of course, there's more characters than that, correct? Yes,
1: yeah, so there are a few more, but we'll get to those in later episodes. Alright,
0: moving along, what are some major themes of the story?
1: Well, there is the clash of forces, the idea of revenge mainly with Heathcliff, but we'll get to that later, and the destructiveness of love that never changes.
0: All right, Ms. Bronte, now that we have the setting and the characters that set up,
1: um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the plot? Well, Mr. Lockwood travels to Wuthering Heights and encounters a series of strange events, and he obviously wants to know more about what's happening there. And once he returns home, he asks his housekeeper, Nellie, about the inhabitants of Wuthering Heights, and that's where the story within the story begins and where it gets a little bit more complicated.
0: Wait, 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 Emily, you said something about strange events. Um, what
1: kind of events? When Mr. Lockwood visits Wuthering Heights, there's a bad storm and he can't return home that day, so he has to stay overnight. And while he's sleeping, he wakes up to a woman tapping on his window, asking him to let her in. Obviously frightened by this incident, he breaks the window and begins to cut her hand with the glass. After a brief struggle between the two, the woman flees, and the blood that had dripped from her hand also disappears. Mr. Earnshaw frantically comes in and asks for wrong. Lockwood explains himself, and Mr. Earnshaw desperately looks out the window, looking for the woman, because he knows his wife's ghost. After the strange night at Wuthering Heights, Lockwood returns home, where he then proceeds to ask his housekeeper Nelly what's really going on.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Say something for next week, Emily. We we'll got to do something so people will come back and listen to our program again. Oh.
1: All right, sounds good.
0: Well, it's been nice having you on the show. It was great hearing about your childhood and the things that made you who you are today you're a rather remarkable person and um yeah i can't wait
1: no problem it's been rather enjoyable being us yes, on your show i'm definitely looking forward to next week all right
0: everybody emily bronte will be back on the show again next week same time when we'll discuss more about her book *Wuthering heights thanks for listening this is coffee break with jake until next time see ya